Hello there, and welcome to the podcast, Biblical Question. We're so excited and happy that you've taken time out of your day to download our podcast and listen to it. We certainly hope and pray that it would be edifying for you and bring glory to God and help all of us have a deeper understanding and love and appreciation for who God really is. Today we're going to talk about being fruitful all your life. Fruitful all your life. And before we get into the podcast, I'd like to also encourage you to go to our webpage at biblicalquestion.com. All one word, all lowercase. And there you can find out more information about us, uh, our statement of faith, how to contact us. There's a page there for prayer requests. We have a few people who have submitted prayer requests. And I would encourage you to go there and, and look it over as well. You can find links to our Twitter page as well as LinkedIn page. We do post to those uh, social media accounts from time to time about different events going on around the world that might affect us as Christians. And so we'd encourage you to do that. Please be sure to hit this like button and follow us so that you can always get an alert that we have downloaded our new podcast for the week. We have many people who do subscribe and we thank you for that. We also thank you for those who financially and prayerfully support this podcast. Without that, we would not be able to succeed. I want to be able to read here real quickly uh, a little scripture reading. It's uh, from Proverbs chapter 11, verse 30. Proverbs 11, verse 30. If you have a Bible, please uh, open it and follow along. I would encourage you to do so. I'll be reading mainly from the New American Standard Update in this podcast. So Proverbs 11, verse 30 says, The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life, and he who is wise wins souls. How do you and I remain faithful all of our lives, even, even into our golden years, as some might say, even into our old age? Do you take on an, an exercise program or, or take on a pill? Well, no. Do you eat more fruits or vegetables? No. The fact of the matter is, mo most people think and they know how. But most of the time, we probably really do not. In our society, most people work until the age of, of 65. Then they retire and, and think they don't have to do any more uh, to produce anything for society, and that would also include uh, working within the kingdom of God. So, what is it? Well, the Bible is clear, God is clear, that He really wants us to remain faithful to Him all the days of our life. The Bible is clear enough for us to, to see that we are without excuses when it comes to being faithful and fruitful all of our life. Psalm 92 here, we're going to read in the book of Psalms. There's many, many passages of, of encouragement for the reader. The Psalms, uh, for most people, are very uplifting, and, and they're beautiful writings and songs, and absolutely I would agree with that. Psalm 92, starting in verse 12, says, The righteous man will flourish like a palm tree. He will grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Planted in the house of the Lord, they will flourish in the courts of our God. Verse 14, they will still yield fruit in an old age. 
they shall be full of sap and very green, to declare that the Lord is upright. He is my rock, and there is no unrighteousness in him. It's an important statement here, I think, that a righteous person will flourish like a palm tree. What are those actions on our part uh, to keep us fruitful all the days of our life? Being fruitful is all about a choice in our life. The two trees talked about here in, in this reading that we just had in, in Psalms, these are massive trees. Uh, the date palm tree grows to about 90 feet. They produce large amounts of fruit each year once they are mature. And then the cedar tree in Lebanon grows up to 125 feet in the air. The pictures of these trees uh, on the internet, they're, they're amazing sight. These branches of these cedar trees can, can be a 10 foot in diameter. These pictures I saw uh, looked as though the branches themselves all ran parallel to the ground. Both of these uh, trees are, are desirable in their own way. If you would go back and, and study a little bit more, you'd find out that Solomon would use these cedar trees uh, to build the temple in Jerusalem in his day. Other kings throughout the history would, would seek out these giants to build palaces. There's just something about these cedar trees that display uh, strength and, and stability. But notice here in verses 13 and 14, they will flourish in the courts of our God. They will still yield fruit in old age. People who, who live close to God, uh, they are not showing off any, any signs of, of retirement. They're excited to, to help others, show people who Christ is. Uh, they're full of life. They're, they're green and they're full of sap. We have to want to keep learning as we age. I know this is a struggle for a lot of us as we get a little older. Our memory is not as good. We, we get stuck in our old ways. And that's why it's so important when we're young Christians that we develop good study habits and reading habits and, and have a meaningful prayer life. There are still several studies out there over the years that, that show as we age we must keep reading and keep moving. There's just something about stimulating our brain. Watching television, folks, really is, is not stimulating uh, the mind. My, my grandmother used to call it a boob tube, and there's a good reason that she called it that. I personally find very little stimulation on, on television as far as growing in knowledge goes. You simply just cannot uh, believe what you hear anymore. You don't know what's truth, what's propaganda, uh, what it's just flat out a lie. Because everybody seems to have their own twist on everything. The reason for television really is just simply a, a form of entertainment. And most programs really are not all that educational. Uh, very few are even biblical. If you want to go watch television, there's so many uh, television shows out there that promote homosexuality, uh, being together without being married, being drunk, doing drugs, whatever. It's all okay. It's just a way uh, for most people to fill up empty time for, for most people. That's just what television does for them. And I'm not saying all television programs are bad. I'm not saying all television programs are a waste of time. Just most are. 
And you as a Christian, uh, we have to make up our mind what program has value or not. Is that something that I really need to watch or have that permanent picture in my mind down the road? When someone tells me that they are, are wasting time or just killing time, well, from a scriptural standpoint, I see that as wasting life away. The Bible teaches us we are to use our time wisely. And wasting time in doing nothing of value can become a dangerous area for a Christian to be in. God truly does. He understands that we need downtime from the stresses of life. He understands that. He knows we need our sleep and our rest and, and just some relaxation. But the point is people who sit around all day, every day, for hours on end, watching television and playing video games, they're just passing the day away. That could be trouble. They're not stimulating their mind the way God would want them to stimulate their mind. It can be about other things besides television. I mean, reading books that have no value, that are full of uh, adult-type themes, and that have no value for you growing as a Christian or as a person. Uh, that, that You can fall in this category so easily of reading things that have zero value. Instead of, of watching television all day or reading books that have no value, uh, turn off the television and get up. Go visit the sick. Go to the, a, a local church building or you're the one that you uh, are attending and, and maybe help clean or help with the young folks. Or Instead of reading gossip magazines uh, and different things in, in the grocery store, they sell there as you go and, and, and check out. Open up your Bible and read it. You'd be amazed at the number of topics that are in the Bible. For example, uh, there's lots of war stories, sports, love stories, feel-good stories, sad stories, stories of betrayal, stories of faithfulness, and the list really goes on and on. We all should want to be able to have the time to read the Word of God. There is no bottom line in the Word. We need to read it. We need to discover who God is in a new way each and every day and make applications in our life. You know, the more I study the Gospels, the more I see pictures of my life in those people in advance. And here is Jesus taking care of them, healing them, giving them advice, uh, encouraging them. We need to keep on loving God and staying fruitful all the days of our life. When you and I uh, fall in love with the Word of God in, in our own personal life, we will grow with God. We will grow closer to those that we worship with. There's a, there's a loving spirit that, that flows and it makes you just feel better. It keeps you feeling young and full of life. So you see, God's love has no limits. When we learn to, to love God as God loved us, that's, that's, that's a challenge, there is no doubt. But once we start down that path, we learn to forgive. We learn to forget. And when we learn to forget, 
we don't keep all that stress inside and all bottled up and all that hate tra trapped inside of us because eventually that will destroy us. When you and I think about Jesus and as he walked around on this earth and doing all his preaching and teaching, do you think Jesus never laughed? Do you think Jesus never choked around? Do you think that he walked around without ever showing a smile? You see, I, I truly believe that he had a lot of good times and he enjoyed laughing. Laughing helps us feel good inside. Children ran up to Jesus and, and children love smiles and laughs. It's hard to be a fruitful person in your old age if you never smile or you never laugh. If you're just that grumpy old man, nobody really wants to be around you. Younger people will not flock to you uh, for your wisdom. They should want your wisdom as an older person. They will go to the other way around you to avoid your sour face and that attitude and that upside-down smile. Therefore, I've concluded that Jesus had an atmosphere about him that attracted young people, young children. It was pleasant to see and it was pleasant to hear. This would open doors for the teaching those around him about repentance, the kingdom of God, the love of God, the forgiveness of God, the healing, not only physically that he did, but the spiritual healing as well that God can do. To be able to be fruitful as we grow into our golden years, we need to leave the things in the past in the past that God has forgiven. There is no reason to keep carrying the same old burdens over and over again. And there will be people in your life that will always remind you of the mistakes you made when you were younger. And you just got to learn to just kind of tune that out and say, well, you know what? Uh, that's not very nice of you. God has forgiven me. I forgive you. And we all have a past. And it can be cleansed by the blood of Jesus. If they've ever been confessed those sins and those mistakes and forgiven, again, just leave them in the past. Carrying heavy burdens will make you tired. It will make you old before your time. They might even put you into an early grave with all the stress. We are to be youthful and full of sap in our service to Christ. The reason we have troubles leaving the past in the past is that we lack trust in God. People who live in the past are, are not working in the here and the today as Christ has asked us to do. We need to keep looking uh, forward. We keep, need to keep moving forward and let all that old garbage stay in the past. Carrying the old emotional baggage of the past makes us age faster. We need to learn to long and to desire to reach maximum goals that Christ wants us to reach. That means always looking forward and never behind. Do we need to forget the experience and learn from the things of the past? Well, no, we need to learn from those mistakes and, and not do those again. We do need to, to learn to leave the emotional bags behind us that makes us age faster. 
the things of the past that keep us from being fruitful in our old age. We need to leave it in the past. Someone might be thinking, well, preacher, in this podcast, uh, um, it's kind of this mind over matter. Well, no, not really, it's not. It, it, it is a podcast of how the Holy Spirit is powerful and can work in your life if you allow Him to do so. I know many people uh, around me, uh, it's amazing how they're afraid to talk about the Holy Spirit. And they don't believe the Holy Spirit works today or is active. That is so sad. If that's true, then why bother to be baptized? Why bother to do anything? The Holy Spirit is busy and working today. And as we age, we need to keep looking to see where God is in our lives. Sometimes we're, we're looking everywhere, but where we really truly ought to be looking. We get so caught up in, in how the neighbors are doing it, how are they living. Instead, we, we need to be looking at our own, our own lives to see how God is really working. There's an old song that uh, we sing occasionally in, in, in there. There's some words call, uh, go along the lines. Count your many blessings, name them one by one. You know, we have some members in the body of Christ that are 60s, 70s, uh, really up into their 90s. And if you want to start to name them in your list, it should be twice as long as somebody half your age. And mine should be twice as long as somebody else who's half my age. You know, if we cannot name our blessings in our life, the question for me is this. Am I being a fruitful servant of God? The older men in the, in the Lord's church around the world should be able to help the younger men and boys to use their life experience in a positive way to encourage them and show them the path maybe they ought to take because the path they took on the same situation really didn't work out right. And they wish they would have maybe done something a little different. Our younger people need to be more open in our society, especially in the Western world, of adults and, and the older folks, our, our grandparents and so on, that really have good knowledge of life. Maybe if we would listen a little more to those elderly folks, those who are up in years, we could avoid a lot of pain and suffering. We need to start respecting our older people in our culture in the Western world. I know in Asia, the older folks are highly uh, respected. Every time I've ever been in, over into the Philippines, uh, the, the younger children, the nieces and the nephews, always show great honor to the older older members of their family every morning. It's almost like a ritual that they go through. So humbling, too, that they would do that. You know, and as we age, and if we're focused on the Word of God, the, the Bible, we will show ourselves by demonstration that we're studying God's Word, we're being fruitful to God, that we're going to continue working and laboring for the Gospel. You know, I know this is not a popular thing in our culture. Working every day past the age of 65, uh, when I was growing up, was really not going to happen with most people. Well, now, uh, with the uh, IRAs and such, it's 59 and a half, and you've got enough money 
between 59 and a half and 65 in your account you can retire and wait for Social Security to kick in in a couple years. There's many companies uh, before this uh, virus and event came up they're talking about uh, working a four-day work week versus five or six day uh, work week. Most people really don't like going to work and most people don't like working over 40 hours a week and I understand why. It, it takes time away from uh, those things that you really want to take care of or be with your family, your children, your grandchildren, things with church or whatever. It, it, all of us need a job. It's the only way we're going to buy food and, and pay bills, and God God knows that. But it, it is interest, interesting to me as, as we cut out a work week and the hours that we work, we have become maybe one of the sickest nations on the planet here in the United States. We... We spend more money than any other nation on prescription medication and we pay more in hospital bills and some of those are elective type stuff that I'm not going to go in deep detail but I don't know why somebody needs 20 different facelifts. Just think what could be done with that money in the time that you take in recovery. I can't, I can't help and wonder if we really enjoy uh, being that couch potato. And yes, I enjoy sitting in the chair and relaxing. And unwinding but we usually do it here at the house with with some prayer time and, and we listen to uh, uh, Christian radio stations and things that the Bible does talk about man working for six days a week and there's that one day out of the week that we're supposed to to take a break from our work and go worship and praise God think about this when a person makes up their mind that they have done enough and they retire. Before you know it, you will hear from them saying how much they hurt in places they didn't hurt before. Uh, they they start to talk themselves into a mess, and they go to the doctor and with a wide range of complaints, and they start talking about uh, expanding the range of their medications because one pill won't cover it all. I, I've watched people who have retired and did not pick up something. Uh, to help them get up and get moving. And, and when I watched that, their health failed uh, rather rapidly, actually. Those who were uh, farmers, I was in around a congregation uh, out of western Kansas for several years, and there was a man out there, Gordon. He, he was in his 90s, and he was so upbeat with his, with his family and the church, and everybody loved him. And he was very, very active. You would have never guessed of his age until he had a stroke. But you know, he could run his farm. He could repair anything in the barn. He had a sharp mind. And he was being that cedar tree uh, that God wanted him to be. While others in their 20s and younger, um, many of those who had retired while I was there, like I said, I, I slowly watched their health go down. and. I read somewhere along the way the average man dies three to five years after he retires if he does not stay somewhat active. And you know, I'm not a doctor. I am not pretending to be a doctor. I'm just simply trying to point out what I believe God wants us to do. He wants us to work uh, no matter what our age is. And it doesn't mean that we work harder the older we get. We should work smarter. But just being active out in the yard, in the garden, and, and, and walking around and talking to people, uh, you need to do th we need to do those type of things. And spiritually, 
The same thing applies. Uh, we need to be active in our spiritual life, praying, studying God's Word, uh, being around other church folks. You know, if you want to retire from your company and collect Social Security and collect your 401k, that's fine. Uh, there's not a problem with that. I see nothing sinful in that. But we need to get up and, and go to work and serve God. This means also that you have the resources, uh, perhaps to be a self-supporting missionary. Perhaps now that you don't work, you have lots of time on your hands, and you could go volunteer and help um, other people who really need help, who are in worse condition than you are. And then you can tell them, you know, or if they ask why, hey, why are you doing this? You say, well, because that's what I want to do to help bring glory to God. We're supposed to love one another and help one another. You can still be fruitful and, and full of sap and green and growing even uh, as your body physically ages. But when others look up for you, uh, to you for wisdom and guidance, this is what the Bible really is teaching. And you need to be able to give godly, uh, loving advice. What your mouth speaks, your brain hears, and your body reacts. Uh, your mind is, is a powerful part of who we are. And if you believe that you're old before your time in your life, it will be reflected in your life, and it will be noticed. Yes, God determines how many days a man will live. Uh, the Bible is pretty clear on that. But this does not change the fact that, that we are to be fruitful and full of sap until the day Jesus says, come home. We are not to speed up the process of that final day. I guess that's really my point. You know, no matter our age and our life here on this earth, let us all be tall pines and fruit-bearing date trees for the kingdom of God. When people see us, they should say, that is a Christian. And it should make them desire to want to grow and be just like Jesus. We need to have the right attitude uh, about our young people too. They are facing things in this world that you and I, uh, as we've aged, have never ever faced. They, they've been told so many things are okay. They can be their own God basically. Uh, drugs and alcohol and tobacco, all those things really don't hurt you. Um, you know folks, we need to be fertilizing our tree with the Word of God. Letting God send us the water to grow and allowing the Holy Spirit to direct our lives. So are we being fruitful all of our life? That's the question. I certainly hope so. And, you know, there are many people who do listen to the podcast who live in, in parts of the world where they are persecuted for their belief. Uh, they have a hard time buying food or shelter. Uh, their church buildings are, are burned down and some of them are even killed. Many of us in the Western world don't understand this. We've not experienced uh, this type of persecution. There is persecution here, and it could get a lot worse if we don't stand up and, and be that fruitful person and speak honest, truthful, go vote, look for ways to help our, our society. And the only way to help our society is through God, through Jesus. Well, I certainly hope that uh, you've enjoyed this podcast. It's a little bit different than what we've done in the past. And I certainly hope 
that this will encourage you to want to read your Bible more, to study more, and to pray for others. And you can find a prayer list on our webpage at biblicalquestion.com, all lowercase, all one word. We average about oh, 75, 80 hits, kind of varies from week to week. With this virus that's gone around, we our listeners are increasing, and we are just so happy that you are listening. Please tell your friends about us. Uh, tell them how you found us, and be sure to follow us and hit that like button. There's so many different formats out there uh, that people listen to us on uh, through the webpage. They listen through uh, Applecast, uh, Google Play, Spoofy. I don't know, there's there's a list on our webpage of the different podcasting apps. iHeartRadio comes to mind. Uh, and so we're there, out there. Hopefully this will help others easily find us. Again, thank you for listening. May God bless you, and may He have the glory.